Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, come right in. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live. You know what? The last, like, two months I've been saying coming at you live from Quarantine Central, but now it's, like, coming at you live from, like, Riot Central in Austin, Texas. Back with another exciting episode. Uh, You don't have a Wednesday night race in NASCAR, unfortunately, so guess what? Even better, you have this podcast with my next guest drew dean what's up drew say what's up to the to the listeners rattlesnake how you doing man yeah yeah uh give give everybody a little rundown of who you are what you do yeah first of all super bummed there's no wednesday race definitely gonna miss Obviously, that yeah uh, but <laughs> pumped to be on here with you um co-host of the garage guys fantasy sports podcast uh, i know you guys have had Garage Guy Chase on, and then I also do uh, premium fantasy content over at Roto Baller. So that's that's my quick bullets there. Premium, so the people have to pay to get information from you. That's true, but you can get you can get Garage Guy Chase and stuff for free, and we have uh, several other writers over there. You can get the free content. But so, are you saying that you're better than Chase since people have to pay for your content? <laughs> no, of course not. Chase is, uh, if this was a college campus, Chase would be the, like, you would be the professor getting paid to, to lecture people and give them information. Chase would be that crazy guy with the speaker um, on the lawn talking about how we're all going to hell. Is that what you're saying? We can go with that, but that's your words, not mine. <laughs> okay. That's a very <laughs> professor answer. I just want to let you know. That's a very professor answer. Okay, professor. That was the politically correct answer. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Uh, obviously, love having Chase on. He's been on like, I don't know, two or three times. Uh, always a fun guy to have on, but I wanted the professor on this time. 
to get some to get some knowledge. I like that. Yeah. So I might have to rub that in his face. Yeah, just tell him to listen to it. That'll <laughs> increase my listener account to from like one to two uh each week. So that would actually be pretty sweet. I would double it in one week. Progress. Maybe yeah, so. yeah. So let him know. Um no race, no race for the listeners right now. They're going to be listening to this episode and it's Wednesday night or Wednesday morning. I guess I'll probably upload it Wednesday morning. See, this is what's great about this. This podcast is you can literally hear me decide when I'm going to upload. I'm making major podcast decisions on the air because I'm just that dysfunctional. Um, you're also serving the people though, right? Because no Wednesday race means you're going to take that opportunity to, to be in their ear. Exactly. That's what I was trying to get at. I'm glad, I'm glad you <laughs> could figure that out. Yeah. So I feel like I'm doing a service to everyone uh, because they can listen to this podcast when they don't have the race. Speaking of the races, how have you felt about the Wednesday night races so far? I've been a huge fan. You know, my biggest complaint on the Sunday races for the longest time has been uh, going against NFL. So. I'm a huge NFL fan and it's hard for me to watch both. So I've, are I've, you? Yeah. Huge NFL guy. I see. I just, I, I'm a college football guy. NFL. It's like, I'll watch the Texans. Uh, but other than that, I just don't really care. Really? See, I'm the opposite. I, I, I watch the big college games, but it's so um, lopsided these days with Alabama and uh, Clemson. That I, yeah. I guess you're from Tennessee. There's probably not much you want to watch when it comes to college football. <laughs> I'm actually from Mississippi, so curveball. Oh, even worse. <laughs> I know. I know. Wait, where in Mississippi are you from? Uh, so I went to to Southern Miss, and it's a town called Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I know Hattiesburg. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm from. I got a lot of experience with uh, Oxford, but a little Ole Miss hanging out there. Yeah, I went there for a little bit actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Horn. Yeah, pretty much, just like every other Texan that goes there. Um. <laughs> Okay, cool. You're in Nashville now, right? Yeah, I moved here about two, three years ago. So. Okay, see, I'm in Austin. So it's like from one bachelorette city to another, I understand. But we could combine forces and have probably one of the best bachelorette um, places in the world. I mean, they're the two top ones, right? I think it would be the best. But if we combine it, then there's no other competition. I'd rather have a rivalry. <laughs> That's true. See, I'm a real sports fan. I want to see us compete. I think we just created a segment. So are you a Titans fan? I wouldn't say so. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to tell you who I'm a fan of because you're going to be like, oh, this guy. Um, I'm a Patriots fan since I was a little kid. Okay, it's not as bad. I thought you were going to say the Cowboys, so it's not no, that bad. No, I was a, a huge Drew Bledsoe fan growing up, and he was on the Patriots quarterback, and then they switched from Bledsoe to Brady. So I was, um, I've just been a lifelong Patriots fan. See, everybody hates the Patriots, but I, I understand why, obviously. I just don't have any like bad experiences necessarily with Patriots fans. Uh, I was bartending in Houston during the Super Bowl when they were there and they're rowdy as shit, very loud people. They eat an absurd amount of food. I've never seen humans eat so much food. It's, it's insane. Like Texas is supposed to be like the fattest state, and, but these guys could just crush any food. It was, in, it was incredible. Um, but all very nice people. I had a lot of fun with all the, the, the Pats fans, it's Cowboys fans that I deal with on a daily basis. That's just, it's obnoxious. Are they obnoxious because they think they're America's team or because they just think they're the best or what's the, give me the reasoning. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit of both. Um, 
I don't know. It's weird. It's like they used to be really, really good, right? Mm-hmm. And so they have this mentality that they are just really, really good, regardless of how they do each season. It's just like this this mentality about them that they think they're better than everyone else. Um, University of Texas has that as well. It's just, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. And like you said, the Cowboys haven't been good for years. So it makes you wonder like when that would kind of stop. And I guess it never will. Right. Like, like Houston as a city has been better than Dallas in sports since like 2011 ish. The Mavs won in 2010 or 11. I can't remember. Um, Essentially ever since that Houston has, seemingly been better at just about every sport than Dallas every single year. And yet Houston fans don't have that attitude. Even when we're better than them, we're just kind of like fans and we're like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. We'll probably get knocked out in the playoffs like we do every year. But Cowboys fans will, no matter how they are that season, think they're the shit. <laughs> That's so true. I'm kind of worried though about you guys with uh, the way Bill O'Brien's managing the team. I'm worried you're, gonna- <laughs> you're worried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, trust me. We're all worried. Uh I will I will say though, I will defend his honor just a little bit. He, I used to bartend for him. He lived down the street from a bar that I would bartend at in a place called Bryce Village. And he was a local there. He would come in all the time. He'd wear his hat really down low, just a black hat, you know, try to be like secretive and he'd go sit in the corner by himself. And he was a very nice guy, him and his wife. And he would always tip so much money. Even for like one beer, he'd throw you like a $50 bill. So that's enough to give you, uh, to make you biased. And that counts. So exactly, exactly. And I always thought that about him. I always thought, even if this guy sucks, even if this guy destroys our team, and this was back in like, well, what would this have been? Like 2015. Even back then, I was thinking, like, if this guy does terrible and destroys the entire franchise, he has treated me so well that I will always be biased about him, even when it's, like, masochist of me to still be biased, right? Because he's causing me so much pain, I will still support him. It's almost like he kidnapped me, and I'm still, you know, defending him. That's essentially what's happened. So it's genius. It's a genius move. For any really bad coach out there, I highly recommend it. Just go to a bar and leave incredible tips. And just the word on the street will be like, no, he's actually a good guy. I like that. Was he? Uh, was the butt chin as bad then? I'm sure it wasn't at that time, 2015. Uh, it was always bad. Yeah, it was very noticeable. I feel like he's gained weight in the past couple of years. Maybe okay, not. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I stopped in like 2016, I think. Um, gotcha. so 2017 maybe I don't know I can't remember did you make good money bartending oh yeah better than I do you know with a full-time salary job and a college degree yeah I've always wanted to dip my toes in that just to just see how it is because I mean I've heard people raking in the money um, oh yeah and- it's not even fair so much disposable and yeah <laughs> and it's all cash you know right <laughs> I can't say anything on the show but cash is nice when they're yeah when they're leaving cash tips at the end of the night and you have to type in tip amounts you know right the cash is nice to have right you just get that cash and you do a little liquidating at night yeah don't yeah you know just do you know crunch the numbers a little bit (laughs) just crunch the numbers so 
yeah, bartended, great job, uh, make way more money, should have never went to college, you know, hate myself for it. I'll never forgive myself. Anyway, you're an NFL fan. Do we go from that race into football to Bill O'Brien to bartending? Uh, that's just the, that's, that's chair game, baby. <laughs> just strap like in for it. the ride, man. I like it. I like it. I'm ready. <laughs> How have these Wednesday night races been? I've loved them. I've loved having racing back. I think first of all, like that's what people need to state is like just having something back. There's definitely an impact on that. Um, but in terms of the racing, I've enjoyed it. Like I said, I love the Wednesday racing. Um, I don't think we, I mean, we obviously are aren't getting it this week but i think we resume next week correct yeah yeah that's right okay so we're one week without it i don't know why they decided maybe they wanted the racers to see their families because i know they didn't go into the crazy pace but so where are they going next they're going to atlanta next correct atlanta next and so is wednesday also atlanta then that would make sense i think they're going somewhere else on wednesday i can't remember where though why? I like Atlanta. I actually enjoy Atlanta. Some people don't like it. I actually enjoy races at Atlanta. Um, yeah, no, it's it's been nice, you know, and like you said, it's just nice to have sports back. Uh, I actually just designed a shirt for, we're going to be selling, you know, at the bellyofsports.com store. And it's kind of, it's it was like a meme of a White Sox fan with his belly sticking out, holding up a, a sign at one of the games. And I've removed that. And on the sign, it says bring sports back. It's kind of a, it's kind of a joke, you know, also about like the protests and stuff. It's like, you know, I'm protesting to bring sports back. There you go. So everybody go check that out. That should probably be up like tomorrow on the store. So I'll be promoting the shit out of that one. Do you do a lot of shirts? Is that kind of the norm or? Yeah. Yeah. Here at Belly of Sports, I do everything. And I know my colleagues listen to the show, and I want them to fucking hear it. You're the all-star. I'm the, I'm the MVP. I'm the all-star. I'm the president and the vice fucking president. <laughs> I like it's it. actually not, that's actually not true. That, none of that's true. The, I mean, when they hear that, they'll be like, what the fuck? But don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I do the designs mostly. But, I, you know, I'm just happy that we have these races back. And I, I was always – it's funny because, you know, people were always like, oh, we should try shorter races. That, that might help fewer shit. I'm sure you remember this argument or this debate. that You know, it's been going on for a couple of years. And I actually was always against shortening races. I was always like a purist. I was like, if you, you know – want shorter races just don't watch nascar you know why if you enjoy something why would you want less of it stuff like that pretty solid arguments anyway these wednesday night races have actually converted me to being more open about you know some shorter races throughout the season because they've been super enjoyable i still don't think i want to shorten sunday races because i want my entire day uh just completely consumed by nascar 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. But if they just started doing like Wednesday races during regular season and, you know, have just a shorter race, that would be sick. What do you think about that? I agree. And I think if they even shortened the um, amount of time in the season, like months, but had two races a week with your shorter uh, Wednesday races that you propose, I think that's what I'd be signing up for. Yeah. And they could just do it like a couple times throughout the season. It doesn't have to be every single week. It can be like a couple special occasions um, it's going to be tough. I understand because you probably won't be sell. you know, you're not going to sell many tickets. You'd have to do it, you know, in a, in a city like Charlotte or something where when you get off work, you still have enough time to go to the race essentially. Yeah. And I think the big thing is tickets and, and you're taking everybody's weekends away. So if you, if you limited the number of weekends you had, there's going to be an impact. Right. So I think you have to find, can the rating, can the ratings increase and then some other form of income, uh, account for that loss of, of weekend, right? That's what you got to do. Well, why do you have to lose the weekend? Because I think if you add more um, Wednesday races, right, then you would essentially be losing weekend, some, re- some weekend races, unless you're going to say they do more races per year. Well, if you're saying they shorten, they squish the season in, take away a couple extra weeks, then you could just take those extra weeks that were on the tail end and put them into the Wednesdays and keep all your Sunday races throughout the season. I'm with you, but wouldn't that reduce the number of weekend races? No, 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 no. You keep that the same. So, like, let's say you end the season four weeks early, right? Yeah. Now we have four extra races, Right. Uh, okay. So you're saying if you're extending this, you're squishing the season, but you're extending the number of races per season. Gotcha. No, I'm keeping the number of races the same. <laughs> All right. So let's say you squish the season down, right? Yeah. You cut it, you cut it off four weeks early and you're like, that's it. This is the cutoff line. Now you have these four extra races that, that you used to race, but now they're no longer on the schedule because you cut the schedule short. So now you have to take those four extra races and put them in this condensed schedule, which means all the Sundays are taken up. You have to put them, uh, you know, on different days, hence the Wednesday. Yeah, I guess I'm just not following. I guess I'm not following the part on the the, the ones you're losing. Either either I sound completely (laughs) insane and the podcast listeners are going to hear me and be like, what the fuck was he talking about? (laughs) Or... I'm going to go back and listen and text you and be like, you fucking idiot. I knew I was right. 
I'm probably the idiot, but my, my brain, I'm just sitting over here and I keep thinking like if the number of races stays the same, but you're adding Wednesday races, then you're losing some Sunday races. There's no, no net. the number of races. Yeah. The number of races stays the same. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to sound like an idiot. I don't know why you're bringing me on to uh, talk about DFS. <laughs> well, either I'm a genius or I'm a madman. That makes no sense. So it's, I, think, I think we at least agree that we like Wednesday racing and there's a way to do it. Oh, 100%. 100%. The races have been a lot of fun. Darlington, especially. I loved Darlington. Um, I was thinking about this, though. And tell me if this kind of catches you off guard a little bit. Okay. Kyle Busch. How many, how many wins does he have this season? Zero. Zero. It's crazy. I just Kyle, think. Kyle Busch has I, zero wins. Yeah, it's crazy. And I just professed my uh, Kyle Bush fandom, actually, on the last episode of Garage Guys. Ooh, did you? I decided to, because he was getting so much hate, and I was loving what he was putting out on Twitter, just basically embracing it, saying that he was the best. Um, I, I've always admitted to that. I think I'm not a Kyle Bush fan. I just – I have something against uh, – clearly, you like cheering for winners, obviously. <laughs> Deep down in my soul, I have something that I just don't want to be happy and I can't cheer for winners. Like, it'll just drive me crazy. I, I've never been able to cheer for a winner, never been able to cheer for a consistent winner. I don't know why. I, I just – I think, I honestly, I just don't want to be happy. I think I enjoy uh, having to needlessly defend myself. But that's my only reason with Kyle Busch because I agree with you. I actually kind of like how he just eggs it on. I enjoy that as a personality. Yeah, I love the personality, how he em embraces his, you know, his character, and then also the fact that um, he, he seems just to be very business savvy because, right, he's, he's marketing all this, making money off all this. And if you're me, I'm a conspiracy theorist guy, so I believe some of this stuff between him and Chase is all fabricated. So. Oh, I'm big conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I will say I think he seems like kind of a fucking nerd. For sure, but half these guys in the Cup Series now are. I know it's, you know, I think when Chase is on, I went on a whole, whole rant about this, about the nerds in NASCAR. It's a real problem in NASCAR. It's be taken over by nerds. For sure. There's definitely, um, especially more and more coming in. It seems like. Also another, another interesting one here when I'm looking at like the, the playoff standings. So I don't know if you keep up with the, the point standings, but it's, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, Kislowski, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Alex Bowman, you know, which is kind of the surprise there. Uh, you know, so pretty normal names, Truex Jr., Blaney, Kyle Busch, surprisingly low. But Austin Dillon in 16. That's kind of surprising. I wouldn't have expected to see him there. Uh, Brad's the other surprising one to me. I wanted to get your thoughts on – he seems like he's the luckiest guy. He just wins these races and no, like when no one else expects it. <laughs> he definitely has been this year. It's funny because I feel like he hasn't blown me out of the water this year, but it's like, no, he actually has two wins already. It's, it's, it, it is strange. Yeah, he probably has two wins, and um, it just seems like they've both been right place, right time. Oh, know. absolutely. But that's Eight the name time. of the game. So. I just think – so I, I've been an Austin Dillon fan. Like I said, I, I just don't like to enjoy winning. So I've been an Austin Dillon fan for years now since he's come into it. And 
I've had to defend him all the time. And finally, like last season was kind of the point where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I mean, I guess everybody's right. I will say this though. Uh, last week, the Sunday race at Bristol came in sixth. Right. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Um, the Charlotte Sunday, Charlotte Wednesday race. So the race before that came in eighth. Uh, let's see here. Where did he come in next? Okay, 14th. That's not good. Hold on. He's got a couple of them. Either way, he's had a couple, like, top 10 wins this season. He's had, like, three or four. I'm just saying. It's very strange. Not like him to be consistent. Maybe you need a win in your life, the way 2020 is going. Maybe he's going to do it for you. See, I don't even know if he'll get a win this season. I think he's going to point his way into the playoffs, though. That'd be pretty tight. <laughs> That's what's – but because it's like 2020 is so fucking weird. Austin Dillon notoriously has to get like a surprise upset win to get into the playoffs or he's just not getting into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Right. 2020 is so fucking weird that this is going to be the season he points his way into the playoffs without a single win. <laughs> it's going to be fucking weird. I know, but it's going to happen. I'm, a, so, I'm not going to lie. I just don't see – I don't see it happening, but I hope he does. Like I'm, I'm a – I'm good with Austin being in the playoffs, but I just I feel like he's going to choke and have some of those races where he wrecks out early. It's going to happen. You just got to have a special feeling in your gut, like I do. You're a gut boy. So do you not do you not bet with your gut? Uh, I think in most cases you're better off eliminating your gut. So I'm, I'm different than. So you've that. surgically removed your gut. Is this one? Surgically I'm- removed it and thrown it out. Wow. How much does a procedure like that cost? Oh, you know, just an arm and a leg to get your gut out. So you got to lose it all. (laughs) Wow. You are really (laughs) dedicated to just not ever using your gut. Props (laughs) to you. I'm definitely kind of bad. There's always going to be biases, which I call the gut. Um, I'm a, I just, and I'm sure we'll get, we'll get into it more later, but I do my best to eliminate all that crap that people believe in their head is, is their gut telling them to do something and not try to do with what the numbers say. And that's probably why I've been better at things and, you know, involving gambling. So I try to, I try to eliminate it, but there are cases where I go with my gut. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of it. Okay. So you Jonah Hill money balled it. That's what you're telling me. I wouldn't give myself that much credit. Uh, I don't know, professor. It sounds like you are. <laughs> okay. Well, that's actually why I had you on. I've been seeing on Twitter and shit, Chase always hyping you up. He's like your, he's like your hype man. He's like, you know, well, like he, he preaches about God and going to hell on the college lawn. He also hypes you up when you walk by. Because that's all I've been seeing about, from him on Twitter recently, about how much money you make on DraftKings, right? You use DraftKings? I do. I do play DraftKings. I play FanDuel as well. Um, Which one so- do you prefer? Um, my short answer is, is DraftKings, but I would have to know what your intentions are before I give you what you would need to use. My intentions are making money. Um, are you trying to double your money or win big? Wait, what? I thought <laughs> doubling your money was winning big. God damn. <laughs> I, I mean, like, do you want to beat ha- like, do you want to beat half the field? Because there's contests where you can beat half the field and you get double your money back. And then there's contests where the prize pool is staggered, right? So it's first place makes a bunch of money. And then as you go down, you make less. So, well, what do you, what do you recommend for a guy that's never done this? 
I would recommend starting with the, with the what they call cash games, which is like 50-50. So half the field loses, half the field wins. So you either make your money back, plus you either double your money or you don't make anything. And start there and just fill it out and then work your way towards the tournaments. But a lot of people just throw casual money that is disposable and they don't really need it and they want to win that tournament. So if, that, if that's your strategy, um, I can guide you that way too. I'm here to help you. Okay, so – do you also have like a bookie on the side or do you just play DFS? I've gone through phases and I, I definitely okay. have access to multiple books at all times. Yeah. Okay. When I like, I'll play it. Okay, cool. See, I, I have experience with that. No good experience, mind you, but experience <laughs> on that side. I've never done DFS. So how did you get into this? And you're going to have to kind of, run me through how to, how I can start making money. That's going to be hard. It took me years. I mean, it took years of practice, but. Well, I don't I mean, want to practice and spend years. So just tell me the, the secret that you found out, like the, the, the extra little thing that took you years to find out. Just, I want to skip all that. Just tell me that part. Okay. I'll work on that. Do you want the, do you want the history or do you want like the, like how do you want the cliff notes or do you want the, um, or do you just want like the starting with the history? history of how I got into DFS or how, how far back do you want me to go? For the, I mean, the how long, how long can this lecture be professor? It can't, it can't be that long. I just wanted to know. I can, I can get right to DFS if you want. No, let me hear Let me hear your backstory. I need to hear this. Okay. Okay. Um, so I guess starting like in high school, I was heavy into to sports and video games and um, that kind of transitioned into, I was, you know, playing call of duty. Everybody's been there playing call of duty or halo with your friends. Of course. And, you know, on Xbox Live or PlayStation, whatever. I was an Xbox guy. Ugh. Were you a PlayStation guy? Well, yeah. I mean, I had sex with girls. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. I, was a, I was an Xbox guy. and um, Okay. Well, you know, to each his own. To each his own. And, um, you know, I think I, I started thinking, what if I found a way to either play a video game for money or play something that's like a video game? And I really got heavy into, into Texas Hold'em Poker. So the only reason I bring that up is that kind of translates, in my opinion, to DFS because it's all about you know, how many cards in the deck can, can give you the basically the understanding percentages and chances to win. Doesn't DraftKings sponsor like poker, professional poker? I'm sure some somewhere somehow because it makes sense, like you know that that same kind uh, type of target audience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And DraftKings has a sports book now, so they're they're trying to hit everything gambling. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's blowing up. Their stocks up like a hundred percent since they opened two, two, three months ago. So, um, since they went public, so it's been DraftKings is doing well throughout all this coronavirus um, and rioting stuff. So they're not affected. Just people, you know, gambling with their government checks, baby. <laughs> right. So. Um, Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, 
and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Anyways, poker, I had a lot of success with that and was in college and basically was at the point where I was either going to drop out of college. Um, I had a full-time job or I had a part-time job. I was taking 18 hours of class. I was in a fraternity and what fraternity? I was a pie cat, which was big at Southern Miss. I don't know if you had that where you were. <laughs> Lame, dude. What More like you? pie crap. <laughs> what were you? KA. KA. And you went to? U of H, baby. U of H. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if we had a KA. I don't think we had a KA active chapter. No. Well, that makes sense. Bunch of Xbox guys down there. Xbox guys, yeah. I like it. Um Anyway, know. continue. You were I where I was. talking anyway. about how great you were at everything you've ever done. Perfect. Perfect. So I did the poker thing and um, basically had to decide, like, I, it was overwhelming my life between poker and, and college and trying to keep the job and all that stuff. And I eventually just eliminated the poker. It was just consuming me and, you know, whatever. And somewhere Were you making way, money uh, doing the online poker? Wait, what was that? Were you making money doing online poker? I did. I made a, a large uh, sum of money playing online poker, and I had one particular night when I was rushing the fraternity that I left a party and entered a tournament at one in the morning, and um, ended up finishing the tournament at 10, the, 10, 10 in the morning the next day. And that's my first like big. That was my first big hit in Texas Hold'em poker, and that's kind of where it was just one of those epic stories. Like I'd been all out all night, and then decided to enter a, a tournament, which was probably the stupidest thing I could have done. And um, it ended up turning turned out to be one of the best nights of my life. So, so this playing Texas Hold'em online against virtual people you've never met transitioned to you being good at DFS. How how does that relate? I think the is this how you met your wife? By the way, playing online poker. <laughs> no, I met her on campus. Oh, look at you, big dog! All right, is it weird that? When she, when you met her family, were they like, "Oh, you brought home the professor"? That's kind of strange, but I guess, you know, that's what happens in college. No, they didn't. They didn't know me as the professor. They didn't know you were the professor. Yeah. See, I don't know if that's legal. I think you actually have to disclose those things. But you know, to each his own. So anyway, how does this relate to DFS? To me, it's just the the numbers and percentages and understanding like what's what's optimal and getting a read on your opponents and all that stuff. I think that all translates and, um, and, you know, basically just, I have to say it's a lot of numbers, right? I mean, that's, if you're playing poker and, and you're able to study your opponents and understand the percentages, then you're probably going to win. Of course, there's this huge luck factor in both games. So that's the other piece. Yeah. See, I don't like numbers at all. It's okay. I'm here for you. Okay. I'm just like listening to my gut. Like my gut's telling me right now you're hungry or like take another sip of this delicious Lone Star tall boy. Okay. Yeah. Or I think you're wait. Chase told me you're, I just did. You're a big dip boy, right? You like to dip. Oh yeah. Would y'all debate like a favorite dips or something? Yeah. He was talking about how Grizzly superior to Copenhagen. I was like, that's just false. I mean, Maybe if you're like a broke college kid, it's better. Sure. But like, I'm a grown man. I'm an adult. So it wasn't much of a debate. It was just me like educating him. 
Oh, I got you. You were the yeah. wait. You were the professor. Oh, damn! <laughs> this every this just got turned on its head. Everybody's confused now. This is like a beautiful mind. So okay, I don't like numbers, but I like to make money. How do I win money at DFS? Because you were telling me earlier, you actually met Chase at Talladega, right? Yes. And you said you were there on DraftKings Dime. Like, how do I get to that point? They, well, I think, I guess it's once you put a certain amount of entry fees into their site, like you, once you play enough, you just enter a VIP um, pool of players and they have like a, I have like a VIP rep that will reach out every now and then and just check on me and, and ask me if I'm, you know, how I'm doing or they'll offer me something. Like I've only had tickets um, offered to me twice. So it's not like it's an everyday thing. I don't want to hype myself up like that. Dude, that is tight though. Nobody has called and asked me. In fact, it's usually the other way around. Usually yeah. I try to call like races and, and college games and stuff and try to get tickets, try to get credentials. And they have to tell me, don't show up. In fact, we'll call the police <laughs> if you show up. So I'm not used to people calling me and being like, do you just want to go for free? Bad boy rattlesnake. They, they try to keep you away, huh? They always try to keep me away. That's just the life I live, man. So is it like you have to win a certain amount for people to reach out to you? Or it's just like you just give them so much fucking money. They're like, we should probably give this guy something back. Yeah, I don't think it's tied to the winnings at all. Like, I think if I was somebody that lost every tournament, as long as you're, you're, you meet the threshold of deposit, it's like how much you deposited. Do you know the threshold? No clue. Okay. Okay. It's just like an internal thing that they have. So I don't like, I don't know if you want to disclose this. Do you disclose like how much you win? Like, like net profit or like my biggest win? Like, I can give you. Do you you disclose any of that stuff? No, with, I mean, I, I, I disclose like when I had like a, a certain win or. Okay. So you would tell me if you like, you could tell me what a big win was for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I can tell you, I can tell you about a terrible weekend too. Okay. Let me hear those two. Yeah. Yeah. I probably in my biggest win. So I had a seven grand this past Sunday. Um, but my biggest win is 15 grand on a NFL slate. So. That's probably my biggest one. I've had Your a biggest lot of- was fifteen grand. Yes. Jesus. Yep. And I tweeted. I think at AJ. It was either it was between ten and fifteen, and I'm not sure. I tweeted at AJ Derby. AJ Derby, just a random tight end that actually like moved me over the edge in the very last play. Um, so I tweeted him. He didn't respond. And I was bought a jersey that night and all that stuff. So it was fun. Wait, did did DraftKings like hype you up and shit? No, they. I think they try to stay like unbiased. I mean, they might say like, "Congrats on the the, the million. How is that unbiased? Shouldn't they like promote you and be like, "Look how much you can win at our site. Look at what this guy did. Look at this jabroni. He's walking home with fifteen grand. You're better than this guy, right?" But they have people like win a million dollars. So that's the people you see like on the commercials. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. You know, I'm not. I'm not that that level. Still, you would think just on Twitter, like you know, a random night, they're like, "This guy just happened to win a shit ton of money. Let's like quote tweet him." I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they should hire me to do their digital marketing, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Just plug yourself there. I like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope they're listening. Hire me, please. I'll send you my resume. My name's Rattlesnake. So how do you said, um, did you mention the worst 
Yeah, I probably on certain weekends when I think there's like a really big opportunity and I'm going for it in a sense. And I'm, you know, I've risked, I've risked up to um, over a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I probably put up $4,500 in entry fees and walked away with only a thousand of a bag. So I probably, that would be my worst, absolute worst weekend, probably losing 3,500. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And your wife was just like another day. She doesn't really know that. Uh, so she gets the cliff notes. So she, she really doesn't ask questions, but she knows. Um, she doesn't know just how much no, that she, weekend costs you. No, she doesn't get the, um, you know, the way I, I see I'm it, sure I'll, she, I'm sure she fucking knew when you won 1500 though, or 15,000. Over time. I don't like run and jump and go, go crazy because I'm weird. And I just, I'm dead inside. And like when I win, I barely even fist pump. It's, 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 it's she does figure out. Yeah. I mean, she figures it out. I tell her, but it's not like I'm going and like celebrating because I feel like if I, I feel like if I go and celebrate and like make a big deal about it, then that means every time I lose, I have to go like admit defeat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well I do the, both those things. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's exactly how I react to things. Yeah. If I lose, I'll like punch a hole in the wall. But if I win, I'll also punch a hole in the wall just with a different mindset. There's holes yeah. all over the walls in my apartment. It's just some are happy, some are angry. Do you um? Are you one of the guys that, like when they lose in FIFA or whatever video game they like throw their throw their controller and all that stuff? Is that you? No, no, no. I I can't fucking. I don't want to have to pay for a new. I'm the type of guy that if I'm holding the controller, I'm about to, but I'm like, fuck. I I paid a lot of money for this, and then I'll punch a hole in the wall. You know, something you have cheap. A little bit of self control. Something cheap, yeah, because I'm so cheap deep down that it actually outweighs my anger, uh, which is also just terrifying. But the cheapness is is the best part about me. I'm pretty cheap myself, so I can relate to that. Okay. Yeah, right? I mean, dude, I'm going to be the worst dad ever. My kids are <laughs> going to be asking me for money for shit, and they'll have to, like, type up a whole request form and, like, you know, how they're gonna actually going to pay it back and this and that. And I'll be like, is this the cheapest brand you could find? You know, did you do your research? Because I hear in China you can get this for half the price. That's true. That's going to be me as a dad. I'm so with you, I mean, I, I, I just don't understand how I can put up that much money on DFS, but I also like can't pay $5 for something. So it, I'm weird, you know? So what do you, what do you win the biggest on? What sport? I'd say surprisingly my biggest wins and this kind of will blow your mind. I got into NASCAR DFS was my first exposure to the NASCAR sport. So like I got, I was backwards on NASCAR, every other sport. I was a fan of the sport first. Right. Um, I'd say, NASCAR, um, I'm going to try to do an order. Probably NASCAR, UFC, eSports, single game, NFL, um, then NFL, then NBA. Probably that, that order. See, UFC is the ultimate sport where it's like, if you just watch UFC, you're like, okay, you know, that's cool. But then if you watch UFC with money riding on your that fight, it's the most exciting. It's like polar opposites. I like normal UFC. I honestly, I could care less. And I wrestled in high school. So like, I like that type of stuff. But when I have fucking money riding on one of those fights, I'm losing my mind. Yeah. I'm right there with you. It's, it's like the best, what they call in DFS world, the best sweat, you know? Oh, big time. Yeah. UFC is the best for that. Um, but I just don't understand how you make money on NASCAR. That's what I lose the most money on. Yeah. NASCAR is its own animal. Like you gotta, I don't, I don't know how you do it, man. I, 
it's the sport I watch the most that in college football. Um, but I lose the most money on it. So I just, and people come to me and ask all the time, all my friends, they'll text me and be like, what do you think about this line? Like, you know, how about this matchup? And I'm like, here's my opinion based on watching every single fucking minute of every race, every season. And it's probably going to be wrong. Are you, um, when you say you've lost the most on NASCAR, are you, are you playing like the, the pick to win? Or are you playing the, the head to heads? Yeah, I do a little bit of both. It, it's just like whatever I see, what I like that looks the best. Yeah. I, I would tell you like, for me, I've had them, I've had way more success doing the head to heads than trying to. That's do- what, you know, I was talking to my brother-in-law actually like two nights ago and he's been making a lot of money on NASCAR with his book. And I, I was like, dude, I never make money on NASCAR. I don't know. And he doesn't watch it at all. He just now started watching it because of the money. Um, and he, yeah, he's like, I've been cleaning up. And he said he's doing head, all the just head to heads. You know what we should do? You should text me on Sunday and the, between the two of us, let's come up with three or four head to heads. We're going to take. Yes. Let's do that. Okay, so I just signed up for DraftKings, okay? Okay. And I just deposited the minimum amount. Um, should I tell you, like, my, my username, or is that stuff private? I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can publicize it to That's people. not like, – okay, I can publicize that. That's not, like, a private thing? No, go ahead. Okay, I got the best uh, nickname ever, 69Rattlesnake420. Wow. Look at this force of nature that just started DraftKings. Exactly. People are going to see me and be like, well, I quit. I mean, just have all my money, sir. <laughs> all right. So I just deposited the minimum amount, $25. I've never done DraftKings before in my entire life. Just downloaded the app. I'm looking at it. Tell me where I need to go. Okay. Bottom left, do you see the lobby? Yes. Okay. Click that and then tell me what you see. Okay. MMA. NAS. There you go. CS go. Hit that NAS. Get that ass, girl. Get in there. So classic Sunday to do I just click that one? Yes. Okay. So if you had multiple races or multiple slates, they had to be broken down there. But since we just had that one, you just click it. Okay. And now it just has like a list of a lot of different like entry fees and these different ones that I can these are the ones I can join, correct? Yes. And if you do you have a filter at the um, bottom? Yeah. So if you click filter, you would be able to go um, and hit sort head to head. Um, I wouldn't do those because that's just you versus another person. There's a lot of sharks doing that. I would do the, um, let's see, filter contest type. Do you see that? Yep. And then you could basically come in here and say you wanted to do the 50-50s and double ups. That would be to get your money back plus, or double your money. Well, there's, no, there's none of them. They'll post them later. It's too, okay. it's too, it's too um, soon. But. All right. So I'm going to have you then later help me out with my picks because I got to win some money on my first one. If I start this fucking thing out and I lose money, I'm going to just be so angry. And that's the number one problem with people that um, play, play DFS. They give up too early. I'm not going to let you give up if you lose, by the way. Yeah, but then I just got to keep putting money back in there. I only got 25 bucks in there right now. I want to like win some house money first and then put it back in then lose and then be like well i've I've already seen that i can win some house money let me go back in like double up that's how casinos work that's you know that's how you got to do it i have a solution we'll let garage guy chase give you the the winners 
Wait, how is that? So I thought you were the, I thought you were the, you know, the ace in the hole here. I thought you were the professor. I don't want to be that guy that causes you to lose your first batch of money and then you don't play it. You well, you have it. to be now. We've, <laughs> we've gone past that point. Okay. This is, this is what our friendship's based on. We're on to that next phase of our relationship. Oh yeah. Big time. Okay. Yeah. You didn't know coming into this podcast that I was moving that relationship that quickly, but I knew it was my plan the whole time. <laughs> I like it. I'll take the pressure. I'll help you yeah. out. All right. All right. So we'll figure that out. What days do you usually do that? I look at everything on Thursday, Friday. Um, I start submitting a couple lineups on Saturday and then um, Saturday at the center of country. And then Sunday, I am basically at my computer and all my monitors and all that for four or five hours on Sunday doing my thing. So, okay. They want to hit me up and if I don't answer, send another text. We're going to have to have you come on as like a guest writer and do a blog. Uh, we have a new site, Belly Up Fantasy Sports, and it's been blowing up right now. We got a really good crew over there, but uh, I'll need you to come on and do some kind of guest blog and just you talk about all this. That, just start that team up over there. Is that something that's, I mean, is that new? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. It's a new site specifically just for fantasy sports. Awesome. I'll check it out. Yeah, we just want to separate it from the main site. Just because the main site, we're trying to focus more on satire in yeah. sports. Whereas, you know, the other one, it's fantasy. It's not, it's not going to be funny, right? It's, it's, it's people are going there, like, for picks and shit. Want to make money, yeah. Yeah, you. exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's funny when I try to make money. <laughs> I'm really bad at it. So a lot of people get enjoyment out of that. Uh, you told me, though... You just texted me that there's breaking news about Nashville. Is this correct? Yes. Just saw this. Um, you go ahead and break it. No, you, you break it. You told, okay. you broke it to me. I'm not stealing okay. the thunder on this one. Yeah. So I knew it was there. I mean, I'm sure you've read the speculation about NASCAR possibly being a, a new destination for, for NASCAR. And it was just made. I've written many articles on the, on the topic. Yes. Yeah. Going? I, um, I think it's 2021 official, unless this tweet's lying to me. And um, who's the tweet by? Let's see. Hold on. Put it on the spot. Um, Jordan Bianchi, motorsport reporter of the Athletic. That sounds legit, right? I don't know, man. It says news Nashville Super Speedway to host NASCAR Cup Series race in 2021. So sounds like you signed yourself up for a road trip. Let's see. Is this thing? Um uh, ooh, Adam Stern. I think Adam Stern just tweeted about it. Nashville Super Speedway is tentatively slated to host a June 2021 Cup Series race. This likely means that SMI's bid to host uh, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's Adam Stern. That's legit. I'm excited. I've been- oh, I'm definitely going to a race. If there's a race in Nashville, are you kidding me? That might be my, like my new spot each year. Andy might have a free place to stay. Ooh. hey Oh. No wives allowed, though, right? No wives allowed. Yeah, boys trip only. Boys trip. Let the boys play. Yeah, yeah. Chase can come. I guess we'll we'll think about letting Chase come. We'll we'll think about it. We'll think about it, Chase. I know you're listening. You're my second listener. 
So I know. It's going to depend on how Chase acts in the next few, few weeks. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. I'm glad you're teaching me how to make some money. That's why I had you on instead of Chase. I feel like I didn't do a very good job, but, um, you know, I'm here for it. You got the, you got the story, you got the background. And once you start playing, I feel like you need to probably bring me back so I can actually make this make sense because there's so much to do with understanding how the casual fan plays and what you can do to, um, to basically do the opposite. And I feel like that would be better after you play a few times. Mm. So that's, this is like a little teaser for like next time you're on Chairgate and you got to listen to that episode, everybody. I'm not going to lie. I didn't realize you never played before because if I told you everything I wanted to tell you, it would go way over your head. So oh, yeah. Worry. I've never played. I've never it, played DraftKings before. I just assumed since you were a NAS, like a big NASCAR guy, I was like, he truly has played DFS. Nope. No, I've never gotten into it. I've done like ever. I've done fantasy leagues. I've had books. I mean, isn't this just essentially having a book? Like, just. I got to give you the golden rule. It's kind of like a book, but the golden yep. rule I'm going to tell you because I didn't really give you any technical advice for NASCAR with so much variance and, and, and so much wrecking in that sport, you have right. got to play multiple lineups. Yeah. That you makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I so totally I understand to- that. Cause it, exactly. I mean, they're going to wreck out a sure win is going to wreck out on lap two. So. Right. And yeah, but people, don't, people don't understand it, man. Like I, I tell our premium subs, I'm like, if I would rather you enter 20, $3 lineups, so 60 bucks, and enter 20 different lineups, then play three $20 lineups. And I don't think people do that unless they are told to do so. So if whatever your, your bankroll is, you said 25 bucks. So maybe look for the $3 tournament or the $1 tournament and play Mac and throw as many as you can in there. Well, it's going to, it's going to go higher if I enjoy this. I was just signing up right before we called each other. So, um, I mean, the other day I put, everybody made fun of me, but I put, $25 down on Austin Dillon plus 4,000. Oh man, if that would have hit at Charlotte, two laps left, two laps left. And he's restarting fifth on the inside lane. How hype were you? Dude, <laughs> I was losing my fucking mind. I was like, if this hits, I'm telling all these motherfuckers. Like I knew it because my thought process was the Chevys are looking good. And if I'm going to put money down on any fucking track for Austin Dillon to win at, it's, it's either Daytona or Charlotte. Cause that's the only places he's won. And yeah. he had, he was starting good and it was plus 4,000. And I was like, I mean, fuck it. This is the craziest line, but I got to take it. What would you have done that night if it would have hit? I mean, my wife is sitting there next to me. I was like, baby, we're going out. Like <laughs> whatever you want, we're going out. I'm willing to get the coronavirus to go celebrate this. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if like God came down and was like, I'll let you win this, but you also have to take Corona. And I'd be like, wait a minute, God. First of all, you're going to fucking actually have Austin Dillon win a race. That's a miracle right there alone. And second of all, you're telling me that I can miss work for two days and the government pay me money? Sign me up. That's a win-win. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. So anyway, that's the type of guy you're dealing with. Um, you're gonna have to come back on. Head to your seat, just when that restart happened. I don't know. I've had some terrible bad beats in that same situation. I think Ty Dillon was leading the race one year. He I, was. He was, was last year. 
I was so pumped, man. I was so excited because I had him in so many um, DraftKings lineups, and he dropped from, like, first to 17th in two laps. I was like, "What? how is that even possible? Yeah, it's. I think that's a family thing because that's essentially what Austin did. He ended up finishing, like, 12th Oof. with two laps left, and he's starting – he's restarting fifth. It's like his end – he just – I don't know what happened, had a really bad restart – he just fell to the back immediately. Because I was like, telling my wife, I was like, baby, this is it. This is a restart. He's on the inside, restarting fifth. I was like, he has a legit shot here. Um, and I was just hyping it up. And then the green flag comes out, and he just immediately falls to the back. And I was like, all right, never mind. Let's just go to fucking Arby's or something. <laughs> That's all I can afford. Yeah, man. So I think now that you say that, I think Austin Dillon kind of screwed me that night too. You said Charlotte, right? Uh, yeah. This was last weekend. Yeah, yeah. I had him uh, in a couple lineups, and he him dropping from fifth to twelfth. Actually, I was so mad. So I was yeah, because right he got just outside top ten. Also, so even in like my fantasy live lineup, that fucked me. Like every way he could have. That's how it is when you have a favorite. They always find a way. They really do. So you'll come back on. Um, I'm going to keep my audience up to date with the progress of you teaching me this. Okay. So over this weekend, I'll be tweeting about it. And if, if I lose all my money, I'm just going to be sending you hate tweets. Sounds good. That sounds good. Have you, okay. have you even retweeted my, my winning, my winning lineup? You haven't, you haven't done that yet. Wait, you already tweeted out a lineup? No, you got to retweet my winning lineup this past weekend. Oh yeah, did you win a lot of money or something? I did. Yeah, that's. I think that's what caught my attention. Chase was tweeting about it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I don't like. So, so Chase is the you know Chase. He just has no problem speaking his mind on all subjects and right. Loves yeah. social media. I'm not a guy that likes to brag. So Chase has taken that upon himself to brag on me. Yeah, so he's saying he's your hype man. It works. He's my hype man. I like. Yeah, him. you look humble while you're making all the money. It's a baller move. I don't like – I just can't do it. I hate typing up tweets where I'm bragging on myself. I don't, it's not my, not my style. Just how much How much was your winnings? On um, on that one, though, the big one that you just hit last weekend. That was uh, 7,600, I think. Yeah, so just tweet out, just won 7,600, suck my dick, period. <laughs> That'd go over real well. <laughs> just tweet that out. See what happens. It'll be funny. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can say suck my dick. You just won that much money. That's true. Yeah. I think that's the rules. That's what Benjamin Franklin said. I'm going to get Randy the plumber to do it. <laughs> oh, shit. He started uh, incorporating some uh, some Chef Boyardine stuff. So I saw that. Yeah. I saw that cracked me up. And I was like, now I know I got to get him on the podcast. <laughs> so that's that you can thank Randy for that. I'll, I'll tell Randy thanks. He's on vacation right now. So, all right. Well, thanks for coming on. I'm gonna get you back on, and you're gonna, you know, explain to everybody either how you made me so much money or why you lost me all my money. It'll Sounds be good. Like a plan. It'll be good. Yeah, uh, everybody, cool. check you out at what? At Chef Boy Ardine, and that's with a B O I, and then capital R, and then my last name's Dean. With three. So it's like Boy. Yeah, Chef Boy Ardine. Chef Boy. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks for coming on. Get you back on soon. And let's make that money. Let's do it. Appreciate it. Later. It was straight shot.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.